Welcome everyone to our podcast. This is uh, Tony Hanley Ministries podcast. I'm Tony Hanley, your host, and this is the podcast that is dedicated to equipping believers to be leaders. You know, we um, we endeavor in this podcast to share uh, principles that you can apply to your life that would help you to grow, to um, be inspired to lead, to be equipped to lead. And um, we just pray that these podcasts do bless you. And this week, you know, I'm going to be talking about, we know that um, during this uh, um, pandemic, as they're calling it, this lockdown uh, for um, the coronavirus, we've been talking a lot about uh, from Scripture because we believe that Scripture, it's my belief that Scripture is what changes us. It's not my views or my ideas. Ideas might inspire you to a point, um, but Scripture is really what does a work in your life. And today we're going to be sharing a little bit about, I just want to give you a word of encouragement um, about during this time, taking advantage of spending time with God, getting into His presence, um, just taking time to be with Him and listen to Him. And maybe that's something new to you. So we're going to share some scriptures with you today. And first we're going to establish the fact that, hey, God wants to hear from you. I know in the book of James it says that, if I draw close to God, He draws close to me. So, for you and I, we need to understand why is that. You know, Romans 5, 8 says this, But God demonstrates His own love towards us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Now, you think about that. God, you know, He, he demonstrates His own love. It doesn't say that we earned His love, or that we had to look a certain way, act a certain way, or talk a certain way to, to um, receive His love. But it says that, you know, he demonstrated it. He did something. He didn't just talk and say, oh, I love you. He did something to show his love for you and I. And that, you know, when we were sinners, he sent his son Jesus to die for you and I. And it's our job by faith to reach out and take that, to, to receive that gift of salvation and forgiveness. And, you know, understanding that God loves and cares for us uh, will, will help us to be intimate with him to share with him our feelings our, and what's going on in our lives um, a lot of times you know the the world's view and even the church's view sometimes is that God is this angry mean God that's sitting up there in heaven and uh, he's just this white-haired old man with a stick ready to hit us on the head every time we mess up but that that's not that's not what I see in scripture now, when we look in the Old Testament, we see God's um, wrath on man. We know that in the Bible, in the New Testament talks about, you know, that um, those that are his sons, he chastises. That means he corrects. That doesn't mean he beats us. That doesn't mean that he's mean to us or angry. As a matter of fact, the scripture I just read that he demonstrates his own love. He loves you and I. Even in the Old Testament, Jeremiah 29.11, many can quote this. Um, he says this. He's talking to Jeremiah, and I believe he's talking to us today. He says, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Now think about that. The, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, the God that created all of this is thinking about you and I. How awesome is that? Just to realize that, you know, he's saying, I, I, I know the thoughts I think towards you. In other words, he's thinking about you and I. And, and it's thoughts of peace, not of evil. God wants to give you and I peace. Matter of fact, Jesus purchased that peace for us. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, Isaiah says. And um, 
then he says, you know, not of evil. You know, uh, sometimes people uh, start blaming God for the evil that's going on around them. Um, I find that most things that are happening in our lives uh, are self-induced. A lot of people, uh, you know, it's funny. I heard a guy um, on Victory Channel, um, Gary Cassie, talking, and and uh, he gives a little different perspective, I think. He talks a lot about money, but I heard him talking one time, and he said this. He said that he was in a meeting with a group of men, uh, ministers, all ministers, and one minister, when he was up there ministering, he felt the leading of the Holy Spirit to pray for those with bad knees. He said, and Gary said, I, I watched every one of them get up to go for prayer, and I noticed something. You know, most of them were um, were out of shape; they were heavy. And you know, when you're heavy, it puts pressure on your knees. And he made the statement. He said, I wonder how many of them the Holy Spirit dealt with them before they got to that point to lose weight so their knees wouldn't hurt. Now think about that. You see, that's how good God is. He, he doesn't just want to, and even if they get healed heavy, if they don't take care of themselves, it's kind of like the, um, the band surgery. A lot of people get the band surgery. I know many people that have got it that are still heavy. Some of them lost some weight, and then they, they, but their eating habits never changed. Is that God's fault? Is that the person that did the band on theirs fault? No, it's their fault. And that's where it comes down to. We have to take responsibility. And when, so, so my whole point is that a lot of times we're blaming God for bad things. And a lot of times we're bringing it upon ourselves, but there's also a devil out there. Now, don't get me wrong. There's a devil that wants to attack us. Um, he wants to attack our finances. He wants to attack our lives in every way. And if we're not careful, he'll get in and he will, uh, he will do, do that very thing. But the reality is, is we have to fight the good fight. And it's not God that brings that bad thing upon us. It's the devil. It's us not taking care of ourselves. It's, um, it could be a whole variety of things. Bad relationships. Um, but the reality is, is we need to realize that, hey, you know what? God, God's for us. He says, and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. The devil will never give you a future. The devil has no plans for your future. He has no hope for you. He doesn't want to help you. But God has a future and a hope for you and I. And it's up to us to realize that, you know, God even, he thinks about us. So if, if we're in a relationship with God, and we know that God wants to, um, to deal with us, then we need to know that God is also a God of, that responds by faith. In other words, you and I, we don't physically see God. We're talking about relationship. We're talking about getting into his presence. And what it takes to get into God's presence is faith. Realizing that, hey, there is a being, there is a, a, a king of kings, lord of lords. There is a, an all-knowing God that wants to know me. Yes, good thoughts for me. In, in Hebrews eleven six says this. It says that uh, but without faith, it is impossible to please God or please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Now think about that. It says, first of all, that without faith, we can't please him. And if we come to God and we're talking about coming to him and spending time with him, then we have to believe that, that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. It doesn't say that he's a, a chastiser, a, a mad God. It doesn't say that he's angry. It doesn't say that he wants to hurt us, that he wants to cause damage. No, it says that he's a rewarder. I don't know about you, but... When I think of a reward, I think of good things. 
I think of positive things. I think of things that are going to benefit my life, not hurt me. And uh, so I want to talk about just a few things here. Um, how, how can you and I get into God's presence? Now, Joshua 1, 8, we're going to talk about... Um, uh, Joshua 1, 8, Joshua, the Lord told him this. He says, This book of the law shall not depart from thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate on it day and night. And then thou shalt make thy way prosperous and have good success. Now, it's interesting. I've heard people teach on this and they say, well, God's going to give you success. But the reality is it says, then you will have good success. In other words, when you spend time in God's presence and meditating on his word, it gets in you and then you begin to walk it out. You begin to live it out. And so he says this book of the law. So you and I, if we're going to spend time with God, we need to know the word of God and we need to abide there and meditate on God's word. Spend time. Now, meditation on God's word is different than if um, you know we were in a you know some kind of class where we're emptying our mind and just allowing no 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 meditating on God's word is constantly um, bringing to remembrance what what the word of God has spoken to us. Now I want to say this too. This is something that's totally changed my outlook on God because early on I was uh, much like many Christians today. It was like um, we have this sense of I have to perform for God. And the reality is, is it's, it's not a performance. But when I came to a place to realize that, hey, you know, God does his part and I do my part. Um, a minister uh, directed me through uh, meditating on God's word. <clears throat> Taking a, a, a story out of the Bible or a scripture out of the Bible and beginning to just play it over in our minds over and over and over. Because, yes, our mind does have a part in this. We're a three-part being. Uh, there's uh, windows to our spirit. There's uh, just like there's windows of eyes and our mind plays a part in this now that doesn't mean that it controls our spirit but it is a why does the bible say that we're renewing our we're to renew our mind because our mind needs to be renewed it plays a big part and so when we look at this you know he, the way he talked to me was you take those scriptures you take that story and you begin to to, to think about it you begin to just allow it to roll over in your mind you, you get a mental picture of it and then as you begin to do that, you know, here's what I found that if there's anything in my life that is not of God, then it, it, it causes me to repent at that moment, to confess it, to talk to God about it, um, whatever that concern is, whatever that sin is, whatever that weight is. And then I begin to put that scripture up and I begin to listen in my spirit, man. And when I begin to do that, I begin to hear God talk to me. Now I'm going to tell you something. If you do this, just 15 minutes. Take 15 minutes. Sometimes, you know, as you grow in it, you can go longer. But just 15 minutes of just listening. You know what I find? I find that, that God is an affirming God. Just like he spoke to his son two times in the New Testament, we hear of him um, audibly speaking to Jesus. And both times he was saying, this is my son whom I'm well pleased. Do you know that's what God wants to say to you? He wants to say, I'm well pleased. I love you with an everlasting love, as he told Jeremiah. I know the thoughts I have toward you. And what I found is that God is an affirming God. God is a God that wants to speak kindness. And, you know, just like my little boys, I, I, if I just spent all day chastising them and spanking them and um, just because they look wrong or act wrong, you know, we correct our kids and we do spank our kids, but, but we, we don't, um, it's more, parenting is more than just spanking a child. 
It's listening to your child. It's encouraging your child. It's helping them to develop their their character and their personality. And you know, that's what God wants to do to you and I. He wants to constantly help us develop into what He wants us to be. So that's number one, is abide and meditate in God's Word. Number two is gratitude. And this is a big one. We hear this all over the place now. There's gratitude journals. Um, <clears throat> a lot of times what I do in the morning when I wake up, before I get out of bed, I, I like to lay there for a few minutes after my remote goes off. And as I'm laying there for a few minutes, I'm just thinking about everything that I'm grateful for. You know, I'm grateful that I have a home. I'm grateful I have a wife and two kids. I'm grateful that I'm still working. I'm grateful for all the things that God has supplied for me. Psalms 34 says, David said this, he said, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. You know, gratitude is thankfulness. Just And sometimes it's being thankful for other people too. But when we want to get in God's presence, we want to abide there. We want to spend time with God. I encourage you, you know, get up in the morning and just start with three little things. If you can't think of three, think of one thing you're grateful for to start off your day. And as you do that, it sets the tone for your day. You know, just take that time and just thank Him for His goodness. Uh, the next one is that, uh, um, you know, it's prayer and worship. You know, Philippians 4, 6 says, Be careful or uh, don't be anxious for anything, but in all things through prayer, supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And then the next scripture in verse 7, it says, And the peace of God will keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Now listen to me. Some of you are dealing with troubled minds. Some of you are um, allowing anxiety to come in and you're anxious and you're, you're worried about what's next. I want to tell you something. Go to God in prayer. That means go to Him and talk to Him. Spend time with Him. Tell Him all your concerns. Let him know. The Bible says we have not because we ask not. Sometimes we got to knock. Sometimes we got to we got to uh, just we got to ask. But you know what the reality is? Is we got to spend time with God. And as you begin to share that, God says that. And here's what I believe. I believe that as we share that, and then we begin to thank God for that. God, I thank you that my son is serving you. I thank you that he's delivered from drugs. I thank you, Lord, that my daughter is is walking with you. I thank you, God, that my job is is prospering. I thank you, Lord, that my home is full of peace. I thank you, Lord. And you begin to thank God for what you've asked for. And then there's a peace that passeth understanding. And all I can say is when you get to that place, it's something that just invades your spirit, man. And it just, it helps you to walk through that thing and know that God is working for you. John 4 verses 23 through 24, Jesus said this, I was talking to a lady one day. He said, but the hour is coming, and now is, when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. For the Father is seeking such to worship Him. God is spirit, and those who worship Him must worship Him, worship in spirit and truth. You know, he was talking about a time coming when we will begin to worship Him with spirit and truth. I believe we're there. We need to, to, to worship Him. We need to praise Him. We need to spend time in His presence. And let me tell you, this is how I start out my prayer time is through is by worshiping Him. I just begin to thank Him. Lord, I thank You for Your goodness. Father, I praise You. I worship You. Hallelujah. Lord, You're worthy of all the glory, all the praise. Father, I exalt You. The Bible says that He inhabits the praises of His people. You feel dry, just start worshiping God. You feel abandoned, start worshiping God. You feel alone, start worshiping God. You feel overwhelmed, start worshiping God. That brings God into your situation. 
And as you begin to worship Him, God begins to minister to you. I like to start my prayer time with worship, and I like to end my prayer time with thanksgiving and praising Him and thanking Him for His goodness. And the last one is word to life. That means taking God's word and making it come alive in your life. You know, John 14, the verse 6 says that Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. We know that we come to the Father through Jesus. And as we come to the Father through Jesus, we begin to, as we begin to praise Him and, and worship Him, and as we get into His Word and we, we find His Word, we bring His Word to life. David said, I'll praise you in all circumstances. You know, that's taking God's word and saying, I'm, I too, like David, Lord, I'm going to praise you in the midst of all circumstances. I too. And you know what I find? This is so interesting. Um, when my kids are a little uh, maybe fussy or maybe they're, 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 they're whining, they're having a problems. Now, don't get me wrong. We correct our children. But when I begin to praise God in the midst of that, things begin to change. I shared this on a podcast a couple weeks ago when bad thoughts come into my mind. And when I say bad thoughts, maybe it's a memory or a thought of somebody that just um, uh, brings back a, a bad thought. I just begin to praise God because I don't want to meditate on that person. I don't want to think about that person. I want to think about God's goodness. Or I just start praying for them. Lord, bless them. Lord, whatever they're going through, work in their life. And you know what? God's faithful to do that. So I want to encourage you during this time. Take time and spend time with God. Allow God to minister to you and help you through this season. And I, I, I want to tell you, God is uh, God's not mad at you. He's mad about you. God loves you with an everlasting love. And like I started out, you know, God, he demonstrates his love. He demonstrated his love. He didn't just, he, he wasn't one that just said, oh, I love you. I know people that say that all the time, but they show very little uh, love towards others. But when we say, I love you, be like God. God demonstrated his love. Aren't you so thankful he did that? Spend time with him. Again, this is Tony Henley. Go to our website, TonyHenley.org. There's um, resources there. Uh, pray for us during this season. If you want to donate, you can go to PayPal on our website or you can go to our Anchor um, podcast and you can donate there as well. If you want to be a sponsor, shoot me an email. We'll definitely put you in as a sponsor. But I just want to encourage you in this season. Take advantage. Spend time with God. You know what? And the more time you spend with God, the more you'll want to spend time with God. Bless him, Lord. This is Tony signing off. God's not mad at you but he's mad about you.